San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's time for your in-depth look at the world of gaming. Here we go! The Meta with Katie Barber. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to The Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. I'm your host, Katie Barber, and I've got James Pledger with me here as always. Happy New Year, Katie. We've been away for a little bit. Happy New Year. We are here. It is 2022. We are back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance, indeed. We're going to go ahead and kick off the show. We've actually got a couple tournaments this month to talk about, one of which is tomorrow here in town. Um, After that, we're going to jump into gaming news, and that includes some news I have some feelings on about E3. Uh, (laughs) So many feelings. uh, I'm going to go over what the... Exciting releases are that we've, some of them anyway, that, that are coming up in the next year. Uh, after that, we're going to talk a little bit about birthdays. There's going to be some real nostalgic games that are um, older than you probably think they are. Oh. <laughs> I was made James feel a little bad earlier. <laughs> I was like, that's not, oh no. <laughs> and then after that, we've got the regular, regular old nerd news. Uh, James has been watching Book of Boba Fett. I watched The Witcher. There's some other uh, video game to show adaptations and other fun stuff to talk about. So I guess to get started, tomorrow, we've got a Madden tournament. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Whoa. Rest in peace, John Madden. Well, that that news hit hard, I know. By the way. That news Devastating. hit real hard. Devastating. But tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow at 2 p.m., there's going to be a Madden tournament all ages at Brewster's Backyard Ice House on Pleasanton Road. So it's a $25 fee to enter, and that means that there is a cash prize. Top three spots get a, get a prize. So That's awesome. Yes. I love men tournaments. They're fun. I love to enter them. Unfortunately, I'm busy all day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you've got a couple of football games to go Just to. Just a couple, but <laughs> I would love to rather be going to one of these football games because this is awesome. Uh, and, and like is, you said, all ages, yes. so I can get my butt whipped by a nine-year-old. Nothing like getting bodied by a nine-year-old. In it, at Brewster's backyard, yes, just like I would at home in my living room. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and our good friend Chris Sines from Texas Gaming Empire is putting this on. Um, and he's got also later this month a Smash Ultimate tournament on January twenty-second. It's going to be at five five three eight Walsham Road in Windcrest. We're talking a prize pot of $700. Uh, there's going to be singles, doubles, and a beginner's bracket. So I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> you can... Get signed up. You can sign up at smash.gg slash royal brawl and get signed up and get registered for this. And I love what Chris Sines is doing mm-hmm. with Texas Gaming Empire. Yeah. And you said you can get most of their news on their Facebook page, yes. I believe. Uh, yeah, if you go to the Texas Gaming Empire Facebook page, Chris does a really great job of posting all the tournaments he's getting worked on around town. And I know that he's got a lot of stuff cooking uh, right on the oven. You know, he's just <laughs> waiting. He's just waiting for locations for a lot of the things he wants to do. So as he does more, and as more people show interest and mm-hmm. want to come out and play, the more we'll get here in San Antonio. Another thing Chris yeah. has done, though, <laughs> and this is amazing because I remember this from your interview with him. I believe it was the second yeah. episode of the Meta way mm-hmm. back when, since we're so old now. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I mean, we've made it into a whole new year, mm-hmm. a whole new decade. Yeah. Well, well, 
I mean, depending. It feels like dep- it. It, feels, it, feels it, like it does it. feel like it, honestly. I mean, these last few months have, <laughs> have been. Uh, but if you look at what Chris signs uh, and what y'all talked about in that interview, mm-hmm. he talked about bringing esports to the Y. Yeah. And bringing it to children to where they had something to do that wasn't just yeah. their normal sports, mm-hmm. seeing as esports has taken off in such a big way across the country. Uh, and across the world, yeah. if we're being honest, you look at whether it's Rocket League or different tournaments mm-hmm. that, that pay out. I mean, there is potential for this. And mm-hmm. he let us know that he, in conjunction with the Y, mm-hmm. were really working on bringing esports to them yeah absolutely and it looks like he's got a lot lined up coming soon yeah he the registration opened i mentioned this on the last episode of the year a couple of weeks ago that registration had opened so you can go to the san antonio the ymca san antonio's website ymcasatx.org slash sports scroll down to esports and you can register to play in madden fifa nba 2k rocket league solo and trios Magic the Gathering Arena, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Mario Kart Deluxe 8, and Fortnite, both solos and duos. Ages 12 to 17, not just in San Antonio. Their website says San Antonio and Austin area. Virtual tournaments, virtual league. It's a virtual league, and I'm sure as the as we adapt to what's going on in the world around us, you know, they'll, they'll move to more in-person things. Um, but they've got to work with <laughs> what's the time going on. In. I get Absolutely. it. And it gives you, if you play, and that's not just for any. Yeah, right. That's been my favorite parody song to sing the last few days. Few months, few years. But, you know, if you're play, if you like to play pickup basketball at the park with your friends or, you know, Whatever it is, you can play Madden. You yeah. can play not Madden, 2K. <laughs> right? Give me, let me get my games right. <laughs> NBA Two K with your friends too. Um, so just go to ymcasatx.org slash sports and scroll down. You can apply. And registration is until January the twenty fourth yes. on that. So yes. you got until January the twenty fourth, and we're gonna hammer yep. that date inside your head <laughs> until we get there. Because we're just January really excited. January the twenty fourth. Yes. Yeah, I, I. Would have killed for something like this yeah, as a kid. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? A hundred percent. And they are looking for parent volunteers as well. Um, but if you go, if you go to the same website and you scroll down, you'll see the information on how to apply as a parent volunteer there as well. What if you're not a parent? Hmm, I don't know about that. <laughs> it says parent volunteers. Okay. I'm just reading what it says. Um, but if you're interested, you know, just send them an email. Yeah. See, there may be opportunities. To help Chris, you know, with other tournaments also, sure. if, if you just are interested in, you know, getting getting your help on. <laughs> so outside of San Antonio. Uh, <laughs> you mean in the vast world? <laughs> yes. Possibly the universe. No. <laughs> the Halo Infinite uh, Open and Pro Series started this week and this weekend. So we're going to see the next season of Halo Infinite competitive play <sighs> kick off. And it's going this this season of play is going to end in October with a $3 million prize pool. So it's, it's good games. It's insane. Yeah. Like I make a lot of uh, players look like they're (laughs) competing for a $3 million prize pool at the Halo infinite open series, Mm -hmm. but I'm more of a watcher of Halo. Um, not really a great first person shooter. I like to watch Halo. I like to watch, uh, Halo infinite. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to watch whether it's my friends or even on Twitch, mm-hmm. like actual tournaments, because they're so awesome. And yeah. I'm like, ah, that 
That's amazing. I wish I could do that. I'm actually right there with you. There's, I have two stories, actually. (laughs) Two stories. Um, one is I, I, and I agree with you. I've been a game watcher. I, my, I got really into esports initially, uh, in 2010 when I was started playing League of Legends. And I'm not an amazing League of Legends player. I'm not, I don't even know if I'm a good one. Um, but I really love to watch pro League of Legends play. I love to watch the tournaments. And I, my first ever esports tournament that I went to was MLG in Dallas in 2012. Mm-hmm. And at, and I was going to watch League of Legends, um, but at the state at the same time was it was the very first Halo Four competitive tournament after the launch of Halo. Like it was okay. right before Halo Four was launching, and I actually spent a significant amount of time watching the Halo matches because one, it's really exciting to see a new game mm-hmm. with a new scene. You know, players. You're, there's going to be players you recognize, but you're, there's going to be a lot of new players that kind of that are up and coming, especially exactly. at that time. Um, so. I've always been a watcher, <laughs> but just my the favorite... original Wutu the Watcher. <laughs> yeah, the original. But but my favorite Halo story is really random. Um, my senior year of high school in 2010, I was walking in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I promise this is related. <laughs> I, I I literally found a flash drive on the ground, and okay. I feel like most of us would hesitate to plug in a foreign device that stores images, possibly videos, possibly. And I found out viruses. Yes, absolutely that. <laughs> but I plugged into my school computer. This oh, random. This, you plugged it in into, at school. I plugged it into a school computer. So instead of at home, where no, you're only ruining yeah. your own if there's a virus well, on there. I'm not going to ruin my own. You I'd rather plugged ruin it a into a school that, where you can bring down yes. an entire network. And I didn't because all it Beautiful. did was load a port, an emulated port of Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I didn't even know you could do that at the time. And that just became, I, I was kind of a goody two-shoes. I had a lot of extra periods. I had I, my teachers that would let me sit in their classrooms and do like scholarship applications or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I was done, I would plug in. I was so bad at it, but I would just plug in and I would just play Halo until the school bell rang. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't advice on what to do in your free time. Um, I mean, if, it sounds like But uh, <laughs> that was my one of my favorite small joys of my senior year of high school. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a really good way to transition out of <laughs> this part of the show. <laughs> so we're going to take a real quick break. Me and James will be right back with game news. We're going to talk about the big launches coming up, um, my feelings about E3. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be right back right here on The Meta on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. The Meta with Katie Barbo on San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back to the Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. I'm your host, Katie Barber, and I've got Sports Star's own James Pledger here with me, as always. <laughs> and it's a new year, and that means new games. And we've got some really good ones coming up. <laughs> the one that's coming up closest to right now is one I'm really excited about. It's the new open world Pokemon game. Would you say it is probably the game of the year for you? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But it, I mean, they, there was a new Japanese trailer that came out. It was like an overview trailer. So I don't know what he was saying. Uh, but what I watched, I'm ready to time travel <laughs> <laughs> two weeks from now, like right now. Um, but there's just so much good stuff coming out. We've got God of War Ragnarok, which. Yeah. God of War left off in a really great, I don't know if I would say great to the story. Cliffhangers just suck generally. Yeah. Um, but good news for gamers is the God, the God of War is a game that 
This is the sequel to. It's, it's coming been out. A fantastic on, franchise. Oh, I know. And the God of War is going to be on PC this month. If it's, I think it came out maybe actually yesterday. So if you haven't had the chance to play it because you didn't have a PlayStation, you, you have the chance to play it now. And I'm yeah. sure it looks amazing if you've got you know that TI. 3090 or whatever. <laughs> you sound like you, uh, you're jealous that I, you don't have one. I, I am. I've been waiting to build a new computer since like 2019. I built mine in 2017 because I've been waiting for GPU prices to drop. Ha! They've only gotten worse. So I have been putting it off. Um, and games that I know James is excited about. <laughs> we've got Gotham Knights. Yes. Yes. Very incredibly stoked about that. Yeah. The gameplay looks amazing. Uh, being able to use other Bat Family characters, Nightwing, one of my favorite characters of all time, <laughs> and his excrement sticks. Um, looks like you're going to be able to use uh, t- uh, Tim Drake Robin with mm-hmm. the staff. You're going to get to use Jason Todd, Red Hood, mm-hmm. Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Like they, they're giving you a lot of new different options that have completely different game style, mm-hmm. like fighting techniques as to regular Batman would in most games. And whether it's the excrement sticks or Red Hood with his guns or the bow staff with Drake, like James knows nothing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. It's just going to be, I'm really excited to find out about the story, where it goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we, 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 last time we talked about it, you know, you, you were saying you thought it was a part of the Arkham franchise. Because it looks like it, because it picks up kind of where the final Arkham Knight game left off, which is, but it's apparently not the Bruce Wayne. Right, right. A hundred percent. So I'm interested to actually see where it goes. Um, and then kind of, yeah, I thought it was a part of Rocksteady this whole time. Right. I know. Because it, it really the does... gameplay looks similar, mm-hmm. too. I mean, in Arkham, I mean, you, you put Arkham in the title. It's just the naming convention is so mm-hmm. similar, too. Um, and then uh, kind of in the same realm, but on the flip side, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And they've shown some stuff about it uh, over the last couple of months at E3. And uh, I, I think it looks really good. I don't know, know a ton about it. It'll be fun. You get yeah. to play with the uh, characters you normally wouldn't. Whether it's Killer Croc or Joker or uh, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. Deadshot, like you get to use some of the antagonists you would usually fight, and instead you're fighting against Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman, and uh, it's just a nice uh, kind of flip flip the script in yeah. terms of what a normal gaming thing that you would go through is. And I guess I maybe should have said this. As of right now, these games are slated to launch this year. There's always a good chance that they may be delayed. So hopefully that doesn't happen for any of this stuff. Um, but so a couple other ones that are going to be huge. Elden Ring is is Dark Souls, but with magic. Uh, <laughs> the, the team behind the Soulsborne games worked with George R.R. R. Martin to write the story instead of, I guess, him working on Winds of Winter or whatever. Yeah. So... <laughs> You, but, you don't sound bitter about that at all. Not at all. Uh, but, you know, they, they came out, there was an like, early... Or can you just get to work on the real things, please? God, but we're waiting. To, to be fair, there was uh, the test period for Elden Ring. People seem to have enjoyed it. So it, it bodes well for fans of the Soulsborne series. Uh, the next game in the Horizon franchise, Horizon Forbidden West, mm-hmm. um, is slated to come out this year. And on top of, like, in, in addition to that... And I guess I can bring this up later, but they announced another new Horizon game 
this week, which it's going to be VR only when they made the announcement for the PSVR 2. So not only are we getting Horizon Forbidden West, but there's going to be another entry into this fantastic franchise with, you know, they Sony has said that this franchise <laughs> is going to be one of their, you know, one of their leading franchises that they that they really try to grow into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not surprised that like the team of Gorilla is really trying to put some good stuff out. But it's been a while since Horizon um, Zero Dawn did came out and i always love when i see not just uh developers but the game platform Mm -hmm. itself and everyone kind of get on board with a process to be like this is going to be a flagship type game yeah this is going to be one of those it's hard to establish that it is and a lot of times it it's because people don't put enough into it like you know it's it's hard to convert people yeah and so i eh, a lot of the times when people do that, it's something that looked like it was going to be massive, like cyberpunk that has a very tough opening. And once they you have a tough themselves. opening, but the thing is, the game's actually great. No, you know, once, For what they it fix, is. once they fix all the bugs and, <laughs> mm-hmm. but when you have a bad opening, mm-hmm. It's so bad for a game because mm-hmm. so few players are willing to go back to and, it. Yeah. Or if they've heard the bad reviews, give it a shot after yeah. the fact. And no Man's Sky is another great example of that. Mm-hmm. It was another game that came out. It was absolutely nothing like what it promised at launch. And they won something at the Game Awards for Best Continuing Game, which is, I mean, and that game launched, I was... I was working at GameStop in college when that game came out. <laughs> like it was that long ago. I have not worked there in a hot minute. Um, some some others. Uh, we've got Starfield by uh, Bethesda. It's going to be their next big. I, I don't know if it's going to be an IP series, but it's kind of their next bra- big brand new game that has no predecessor. Uh, Dying Light Two: Stay Human has been delayed so many times and is slated to come out this year. It's in terms of zombie survival games, it's it has the core game mechanics are are, are unique enough mm-hmm. to to really set it apart from a lot of the other ones. Um, so I'm really excited to see Dying Light Two. Breath of the Wild Two is supposed to come out this year. Uh, supposed, but we haven't really seen much other than like knowing that it is supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Forspoken, Redfall, Sifu, Ghostwire Tokyo, just really really good games that yeah. that are going to come out. Um, and since I brought New it up, Sonic. yeah, the Sonic Frontiers game does look really good. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is supposed to be like based on the, the, the James Cameron movies. Yep. I was like, what is his first name? <laughs> James Cameron. James. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe unlike the Avatar movies, uh, this game will not get delayed infinitely. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> mean that we'll sequel see. for Avatar is still not coming? How many did he say there were supposed to be? Like, Wasn't it a trilogy? I, right. I think so. I'm like, sir, you have to release more than one movie to claim it to be a series. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, it ended after the first one. Um, and since I brought it up already, uh, we we learned this week at the Consumer um, Electronics Show that the PSVR 2 is coming. It's got a lot of really good upgrades, the biggest of which is going to be single-cord setup. It's a pretty big mm-hmm. deal. Um, you, with VR, for a lot of people, the, the setup and the amount of hardware that you need to get going. Boards. Yeah, exactly. And they unveiled the new Sense controllers. So they, they took a lot of the technology that they developed for the dual Sense controllers on the PlayStation 5 and implemented them into what they're calling the Sense controllers for PSVR 2. So it, it all looks really cool. Um, they've detailed everything on their blog. So you can check out the specs and stuff like that. And for a lot of people, this is easier to do, to get into with v- virtual reality than having a VR compatible computer. And they need 
to really hit this out of the park because I know a lot of people yeah. are swearing by the Oculus too right, right now. A hundred percent. It is killing. Yeah. In terms of VR, like it is so far out in front right now. Yeah. As well, opposed to everything else, it just also has a be- just PC generally. Not saying always, mm-hmm. and this is I'm not trying to spark a debate, but like PC generally, PC has, versus console. Let's have well, the debate. So <laughs> the difference is always going to be in the library. You know, PlayStation's yeah. going to be limited to what it releases in its library. Mm-hmm. Same with Microsoft if it were to go into VR, which I guess I guess Oculus. Well, Oculus is on PC, but not on. I wonder if do they work on. The Xboxes? Does Xbox have <laughs> VR? I don't even think that there's anything compatible with the actual Xbox itself. No, not that I'm aware. It's getting of. my head twisted because it's like, well, Microsoft, Xbox, PC, Windows, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do all these things work together? Right, but because sometimes, like, like with Game Pass, everything works yeah. together. There's there's a variety of things that confuse me there. Uh, <laughs> but it's really exciting um, to make VR more accessible for people as kind of the next mode of gaming. For people who don't get motion sickness, sucks for them. Um, like, what are they supposed to do if everyone if everyone tries to make this metaverse for real and you're just like living <laughs> in virtual reality, but you get motion sickness playing VR? Are you just That's like a good are VR. you just ex- are you just excluded from being able to utilize it, or you just got to take Dramamine? <laughs> Probably Dramamine. Like, if you want to, like, I'm gonna play video games today. Let me put on my Dramamine patch. Like, like. if we're gonna go full on Ready Player One. With right. this nerve gear from <laughs> I no, mean, it that. feels like that's where it's headed. Like you're either going to have to Dramamine up or VR is just not going to be for you. Right. No, for sure. But like, but my question, like if that's the big push, what about those people? Are they just left in the dust or they just well, got to figure many, it out? I mean, I've met, I've met multiple I, people that are, that can't do VR because they get motion sick. As a person that hey, doesn't get motion sickness. Mm-hmm. I don't think motion sickness is their target demo. I know, but there's people that I know that are like huge gamers. No, no, I'm sure there are. I just feel bad. I'm sure there are, but like for them, I don't think it's affecting their bottom line that much. To where for sure, I'm just thinking (laughs) about the little people. Thinking about the little guy. (laughs) You know, I have sympathy for them. (laughs) I understand that you do, but I also heard that a little birdie told me. There is a huge, huge release coming out, or, or not coming out, but in about to be in the works. <laughs> oh yes, Mario Kart Nine. Mario Mario Kart Eight Why came you out a say while. That's so dramatic because it's dr- because it's been so long since we got a new Mario Kart game. And let's talk about a franchise. Is it a sub franchise? Because it's like you've got Mario as a as, as, as the an umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> and then you've got Mario Kart, right? Yeah, and. I mean, with the exception of, I don't know, a couple of them, have there even been any bad Mario Kart games? No. Right? Like, on the DS... I love them all. People in high school would bring their DSs to school because if one person owned Mario Kart, everybody else could... Like, you could... You didn't even need another cart to play. Like, everybody could just link up to one person's DS and play Mario Kart during class, which you definitely shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mario Kart 8 was really, really good, especially with the competitive play online, the, the different... And the different brackets to play online. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's been uh, it's been reported that it's in development and it's got some sort of twist, but it hasn't been explained. So Ooh, we'll, a twist, a twist, <laughs> right? And, and apparently, there's normally some sort of twist in most of them that they that mm-hmm. they they whether or not it's like new cart mechanics or yeah. whatever it is. Um, but that's exciting. They always do something. I remember when they first had the 
kind of kite effect mm-hmm. on the carts. Mm-hmm. And when it was first added, it was like so the dra- cool. Like the drafting? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just, it was the first time they had been introduced into the Mario Kart game, and everybody was like, wow, this is really cool. And you know what, though? People are never going to get tired of seeing Rainbow Road <laughs> included in Oh, game absolutely game. not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's they won't get tired of it. I don't think any. Uh, I mean, tired most, of falling off the side. Most though. people are. They have PTSD from Rainbow Road. <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> that is the best game. That is the best course to play Burial Cart on, is because you don't have to chug. You can just sip slowly as you fall off your way around the track. <laughs> right. Um, another so another franchise that's going to be getting a new game um, apparently is so Devolver Digital is an indie publishing label um, or I, would, I guess maybe I don't even know who would say indie anymore but they've they they typically have studios that aren't owned by Microsoft or mm-hmm. under Sony's umbrella <clears throat> and uh, they they are over or they're overseeing the Serious Sam franchise which has had a couple of games come out in the last couple of years but it's it's been a franchise that's been coming out. There's probably there's four or five other entries in the, the series. And Devolver Digital just tweeted a teaser trailer. It was like, oh, by the way, we might have an announcement next week. And also, we might be releasing it later this month. And there has been, like, <laughs> nothing about it. <laughs> that? <laughs> Which is my, this is my favorite type of marketing. That's mind-blowing because... It's like, here you go. <laughs> the the ability to to be able to do that to where nobody gets a trailer or leaks or anything like that out and you're able to put something out in secret. I mean, a lot of my friends talk about like movie trailers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm it so shows, sick of trailers. Mm-hmm. It shows so much. I just try about, not to watch them. Yeah. I, I have so <laughs> many friends that are like that. I'm like, no, nah, give me all of them. Like right. I'm trying to dissect these trailers and they put in these fake scenes just to throw you off. And they're like, just once I wish like Marvel would release a trailer or no trailer. Just, just, just give us. Just drop blind, the movie like one blind. day, so you can walk into the movie blind. I was like, that sounds great in theory, right? I don't think I would like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I right because you, it's like you're part of me wants to know. I just want to be excited, but at the same time, I don't want to. Know, I don't. I don't. I don't get super upset at spoilers, but I do have a much better experience if I have no preconceptions about what I'm supposed to see for the mm-hmm. most part, right? Um, obviously I can have a good time if that happens, but a lot of the times I, I have a much better experience with a game or a movie or a TV show. I want if a I really working don't... knowledge. Huh? I want a working knowledge. Mm-hmm. I want to see something going into it. I want to, you know, I, I want to know what the, what the effects look like, what the graphics look like, what the CGI may end up looking like okay. before I, you know, mm-hmm. drop however much money whether it's on movie tickets or a gaming, uh, a game that I'm going to, because games are what you're about to spend upwards of $60 at least on a brand new game. Yeah. I kind of want to know what I'm walking into. I know. I feel that a hundred percent. Something I'm excited about is we, we may have inadvertently learned that there's going to be a new South Park game coming out, which no, I don't know. Have you been watching the, the, it's, oh my gosh, South Park right now. It's so great, <laughs> but so that makes me extra happy to learn that yeah, Parker we, and Trey Stone are just oh my amazing. gosh, it's just it's so good. Um, but uh, the the team 
there, there's a, a studio called Question Games, and they posted a job listing for a level designer for, and they just literally said it in the tweet, for a new South Park game. <laughs> Just out of nowhere, and that that studio has a, it's a small smaller team, but they've got really good credits that include Stick of Truth, which is really really good. They've got Dishonored, they've got the Bioshock franchise, so they've got good games underneath them. And one of the original South, South Park? Park games was so much fun. Yeah, exactly. When it first came out, like it it was goofy, it was crazy, it mm-hmm. was zany, but it was fun. And my very last point before we go to break, E three. 2022 is going to oh. be all online. Oh. I know it's. Oh no! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on and on because I definitely can. Here's um, the thing. That's never a good sign, right? Yeah. No. I mean, they. So. E3 has been a trade show that 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 the industry has relied on or has leaned on to really showcase new games that are coming out. They yeah. they hit them in the summer. Usually a a, a big look at what's coming in the holidays. I um, liken E3 to. Comic Con yeah. or uh, I mean, companies would save big announcements specifically for E3. Exactly. And it, it was 20 for 25 years, it was held in LA. Media would go play games, write about it. You get, you know, and for the last, you know, at least five, seven, ten years, you get companies that do press conferences. And that's that's really what most people enjoy. So when E3 2020 got canceled, you know, it was it was it was a huge shock because it's it'd been a, a staple for for over two decades. Mm-hmm. Well, 2021 comes, COVID's still here, so they decided to go online only. They had to, they didn't have a, a an in person show, and it wasn't a great. 2021 was not a great show. So, and I, I covered it as press. I, I went yeah. to the I went I was at the last in person E3 in 2019, and it was you know it was great. I had a, a lot of fun, but it was from what I've learned very very different than the E3s of past. Mm-hmm. So E3s as a as a a series of conventions has really over the years been kind of declining in quality and now we have summer games fest which has been confirmed this week is going to happen again over the summer and so i'm interested to see what ends up happening with e3 next year i'm really interested to see if they do anything really of note this year because the last year's show as press was really frustrating to deal with yeah so um (laughs) on that somber note (laughs) i'm I'm so sad for you and e3 and everything sad but you know there's always the vacuum. the 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 vacuum will be filled, right? The void you will be make filled. Want to make me sad instead, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so we're gonna come. Well, with the nostalgia yeah. on the yeah, I know we're gonna. So after we come back from break, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about some games that are celebrating birthdays this year that look way younger <laughs> than they seem. So uh, we'll be right back right here on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM twelve fifty and ninety four five FM. <laughs> The Meta with Katie Barber on San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back to The Meta, your source for all things gaming and esports, right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Remember, if you've missed any of today's show, you can always catch the podcast online at sasportstar.com under the audio vault. I've got Pledger here with me, and are you ready to feel old? No. <laughs> <laughs> So do we I, have to? I'm looking at this list. I don't want to do this anymore. No. <laughs> so I, I personally like to just go through at the beginning of the year and just look at what games or what franchises might be celebrating some like pretty big birthdays. I really love the numbers five and ten, and to for the sake of how long the show is, I narrowed it down to what games are celebrating their tenth, twentieth, thirtieth, and fortieth birthdays. Yes, there are some <laughs> games that are. 
you know, in the prime of their life. So <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe it. I was shocked because I remember when so many of these games came out and it does not feel like in 2012, Borderlands 2 came out. I have owned most of these games. <laughs> We've got Borderlands 2, which is my favorite of the Borderlands games. Uh, I'm I'm not a huge first-person shooter player, um, more so because I've always been under the impression I was bad at them, but I really learned it's just a matter of playing them t- until you're decently okay and not dying every five minutes and running out of ammo. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so we've got Borderlands 2, Far Cry 3, Mass Effect 3, which we got Mass Effect Legendary Edition earlier this year or last year. It's last year. 2021 was last year. I've got to remember that. Um, and we just found out that there's another Mass Effect game coming. So <laughs> we're just going to pretend like Andromeda didn't happen. Um, Dishonored, Dishonored came out 10 years ago. And one of my favorite games of all time, Journey, came out 10 years ago. Um, if you're ever- Oh, it's just like it's journey is just an experience that and the first time I played it, it will randomly match you up with people. I played it on the PlayStation three um, when it which is what it came out on the when it first came out. And it'll, it would match. It matches you up with people to play with locally. But it's not a game with like fighting or killing like like. So if you if you have somebody else in your game and you choose to travel together, it's it's literally a choice to just t- take the journey together. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not Portal. It's not It Takes Two. You know, like, it's not Diablo oh, 3. Portal was awesome. Oh, my gosh, I know. Portal is a true icon. Um, let's talk about 20 years. Oh. This is going to be older than some of the people maybe listening to this show. No. Or older than the kids of some of the people <laughs> listening to the play, listening mm. to the show. Uh, so we've got Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. No. 20 years old. That is not true. Kingdom Hearts, which I'm not prepared for. It's one of my long-time oh. video game loves. The first game that I became obsessed with on the PlayStation 2. Um, Super Mario Sunshine, which I'm still waiting for a port of, so maybe we'll get that this year. One of my favorite Super like Mario games, too, like in terms of the 3D platformers. Not Tekken 4. Yeah, Tekken 4. Uh, right, Tony, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. No! <laughs> <laughs> and the Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I know. It's like these games Here's not, the I thing, can't though. believe that they came Vice out this City long. Still in a way feels like it was the last GTA that was released. I know, even though we've been getting GTA five on everything. Yeah. <laughs> like it, Vice City still kind of feels like the last one they released it, it, in a way. I know. And, and another Time Splitters 2 is it's kind of like a culty franchise yeah. made by the same guys that made a GoldenEye. Metroid Prime. I, I know, Metroid Prime. I know. And we just finally got a good Metroid game. I know. With Metroid Dread. <laughs> so 30 is the age oh. I it just turned last week. So this one's a little bit weird for me. Uh, but Super Mario Kart? No! Right? And now we've got Mario Kart I just 9. got done playing that again this weekend. <laughs> we were playing Burial Kart while I was in Houston. I know. Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Oh. Legend of, Z- Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. An iconic one. Final Fantasy 5? Street Fighter 2? I know. It's just ridiculous. Are you looking? I know. So Kirby's Dreamland, I I love it. And Shinomagami Tensei is just like a, a really great series and the, a new game of it just came out like mm-hmm. last month. So, it's like it, I love to see these franchises survive the test of time. 
Um, and let's talk about 40. No. No? Let's not. Why? <laughs> Why, James? Because I had all of these games <laughs> on the Atari. And some of these are actually going to be just arcade machines, too. <laughs> no, they were also on Atari. Right. Uh, we've got Miss Pac-Man, which was one an of icon, a, a beautiful icon. Yeah. Uh, Dig Dug. That was such a fun game. Donkey Criminally Kong? underrated. Donkey Kong Jr. Donkey Kong Jr. is one of those sequels that was better than the original. Right. The pole Position which is it's just a fun arcade game. And I've had the pleasure of meeting both of the creators of these two games, this Qbert and Joust, the arcade games. Both really yes, fun they're, games. And, they're, and the people who made them are so great. And I think my favorite thing about arcade history as the predecessor to video games as we know them is that, I mean, they were just, they, the technology that they had to work with, like eight colors, <laughs> you know? Like we can, you can buy a flash drive that's as big as, like your thumbnail, and it's like it's got a it's spectrum. like a terabyte of memory on it. And these guys are working with like 254 megs or less. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> just it's crazy. Uh, and this both is, both great games though. I, I know, love both Cubert and Joss. It was a whole lot of fun. Pitfall was something just, I grew up playing a lot. Like that was one of my favorite games on the Atari mm-hmm. as a kid. Just it was incredibly fun and it hurts my heart that it's 40 years old (laughs) especially this last one but at the same time i hated this game so much (laughs) you and everyone else so it's like this particular game we're about to talk about is rumored to have been like a contributing factor or blamed for the great video game crash of 1983. It should be. Well, and and what's funny is there are quite a few of video game historians, Patrick Scott Patterson and Catherine Despira, two friends of mine that that are really well known for doing research in video game history. They like to debunk this. Um, They they have good rational explanations, just that there was a lot of games. I'm sure they do. Right, and it's more (laughs) that a lot of games were being released because they were really popular that were just bad being churned out, just like E.T. E.T., I think, was made in like three months or something. Like It was was made in a very short period of time and just shoved at people. It was so horrible. Yeah. It was so awful. Were you traumatized? I was. (laughs) I was traumatized by this game as a kid because you couldn't do anything in it. It didn't work. You had no clue how to get to the next level. There was nothing you could do. And it was horrible, awful, <laughs> stupid game, and I hated it. And you know what? But I hear it's worth a ton of money, so I gotta go look at my collection. Right. Well, it's like people complain about games now, right? Sometimes people, and, and that's not to say their complaints are not valid, mm. but it's it's crazy to see that we've been see, we've been hearing these same complaints for forty years now yeah. from gamers. <laughs> but. That's that. Those are and there's a lot more games that that had these milestone birthdays. I just pulled a couple off the list for the sake of time. No, that is, um, <laughs> big, that is fantastic. And uh, and so we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about the fun nerd news, uh, book of Boba Fett, some Witcher news, some Fallout show news mm-hmm. uh, here on the Meta on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and ninety four five FM. <laughs> The Meta with Katie Barbo on San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back to the Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 94.5 FM. It's time for game news with James Pledger. Let's Not start. game news. Oh, yes. Nerd news. It's 
you know, I was going to say it's been a long day. We've but... just done a couple of segments of gaming. <laughs> I know. I know I, there's more that we still wanted to get to. My notes, I still had like four more bullet points. Uh, but, I, and I've got plenty of them for this for nerd news. <laughs> um, and let's get started. You have been watching Book of Boba Fett. I have. Yes. I, I have not had the chance to catch it. It's, it's a good watch so far. The first episode's only about 38 minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It details Boba's escape from the Sarlacc pit mm-hmm. and how he got brought back basically during um, the Mandalorian and then his rise to power of where the Mandalorian ends. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really interesting. I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. And Is it going to be like similar? Like I know everybody's... is. People may be basing their expectations on the Mandalorian. Is it that same like Western style episode? Like how like it had a very unique format. The Mandalorian it did, did, and that was more Dave Filoni and them doing something differently. And I and, loved it. And they did different things with the Mandalorian, yeah. and it was fantastic. But no, this is um, this at least early on is taking more of a uh, gangster okay. crime syndicate type All of. Right vibe to it all right all in right. the first part and i'm excited for it yeah no that's that's exciting and the the second episode came out this week and you said it was a little bit longer almost an hour which is yeah. you love to be surprised <laughs> about that um we have peacemaker the john cena like suicide squad spinoff is starting yeah. next week so i'm really excited about that and i'm intrigued but he made me hate his character by the end of the suicide squad movie oh i yeah, I lo- like. I like it was so because I was all in. I was like, I yeah, love Josie. Peacemaker's awesome, and then I was like, God, I hate you. I know he played it so so well. Um, I oh, I the, the Witcher, the new season of The Witcher, the last episode of the meta that came out. The the show had just dropped, and I binge watched it very quickly, <laughs> and I was very angry at the end of the last episode because I was course. like, How long am I gonna have to wait for the next season? I really. I really loved it. Um, I've loved the series from it's the beginning. It's been so good. I know. It's I'm so just good. now jumping in mm-hmm. to the, because uh, I, I, I binge watched one thing over uh, the break. Mm-hmm. It was Cobra Kai. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, I started The Witcher mm-hmm. and I, I love it so far. So yeah. I'm through the first season. I'm now working my way through the second. Um. And other fun video game adaptation TV news. We knew that a Fallout TV show was coming. It was teased on Amazon, um, by Amazon a while ago, but we, we found out today that it, it's going to be directed by Jonathan Nolan, who is one of the co-creators mm-hmm. of Westworld, which I loved, uh, for the most part. It it's was great. Series. Yeah. It, it, it was a little up and down, but he, he directed, um, the, the season, the show's pilot, which, I mean, the first oh, season of the show is fantastic. The first season was so yeah. good. Um, and then the showrunners are going to be uh, Portlandia and Silicon Valley's Graham Wagner, and then one of the writers from Captain Marvel, Geneva Robertson-Dorrit, which mm-hmm. that may be a little bit controversial, depending on how you feel about the Captain Marvel movie, <laughs> but we don't have time to talk about that today. <laughs> um, and then we found out, le- uh, like, not too long ago that there's going to be a Scott, Wh- uh, a Scott Witcher, a Scott Pilgrim anime, or animated series, and That's it's going right. to be, and, and the creator of the graphic novel, Brian O'Malley, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, he's going to actually be the, sh- the like directing the show. I, I hope he does the art because he did the-, the art in the graphic, the graphic novel, novels, and, and it, it has such phenomenal. a unique look. It's going to look really good. So I'm I'm really excited. I love the graphic novels. I love the movie, and I'm I know I'm going to love the animated series. 
So, uh, and that's going to be on Netflix, it looks like, by the same people that did um, Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. and Chucky. So, um, I'm very excited for that because I, I enjoyed Scott Pilgrim. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the graphic novels. I enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. with Michael Sarah. And I mean, it was such a great right. escape. And it was and, just and kind for, of different. And for a live action adaptation. And they, the they did, you know, really and, and the, because you need a suspension of belief in the like, you've got these evil ex boyfriends that have these magical powers mm-hmm. um, in their own ways, and you know, for a live action show to really capture the, you know, the comic, the comic book, uh, automatopias, right. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. They they did a really good job. And lastly, I this this is my kick in the butt. I need. Uh huh. I the boys season three <gasps> is gonna release. I freaked out earlier. June third. I know I I'm gonna it. love it. I know I'm gonna love it. I, I just know I am. I haven't started it. This is my kick in the butt to watch the oh first gosh. two seasons before yes. June third. Oh my gosh, James, are you serious? No, I have. Haven't. You watched? Oh my gosh, I, I, I know. I'm like upset with you right I now. I know I'm gonna love it. I just, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, I understand. And I don't, ha- okay. I don't space it out well. How about either. In- have you watched Invincible, which is also an that Amazon Prime? That is fantastic. Okay. Oh my God, I loved Invincible so okay. much. Well, I mean, and you know you're going to love the boys. It's just, oh my gosh. I, I just love dark, realistic mm-hmm. takes on, and, and, and I love the grittiness of superheroes, the gritty reality of what life is going to be like. And I need you to tell me when you watch the first episode, because literally, of the, the boys? Yes. Just the first scene. I've seen the first scene. Oh gosh. The speedster? <laughs> Yeah, that I've seen that one. I'm like ways you don't want to go, but way <laughs> not at all. <laughs> That's the only thing I've seen of it, and I know I'm gonna absolutely yes. adore this series. Did we say the date for the boys? Yeah, it's uh, June third. June third. I was like, I know we said Amazon it. Amazon Prime. June I got 3rd. really, really sidetracked just by my excitement. No, 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 because <laughs> I haven't seen it. So now I need to watch the first two seasons by June third, so that I can dive straight yes. into season three. Yes, you do, and. Luckily, hopefully, I know you've got a really busy time coming up, but luckily football season's almost over. Almost done. (laughs) And unfortunately, this episode of the meta has to be over. (laughs) So that's going to do it today. But we can do this next week, right? (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. We'll definitely be back next week and for the foreseeable future. Um, So that's it today on the meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN, AM 1250, 94.5 FM. I'm Katie Barber, and I've got James Pledger.